What's happening, my dysfunctional family members out there listening? Welcome to a new episode of View from the Hill. My guest today is the talented Jared Black. I refer to Jared as a local Athens activist, but he is really much more than that. Originally from California, Jared came to Athens in 2011. He uses his talent with a paint can to add to the beautification of his home. We just happen to be lucky that Athens is Jared's home. You can easily see Jared's art simply walking around town, and chances are you already have. So we're going to sit down and talk about Jared's time in Athens, his art, and hopefully learn what a guardian alien is. So sit back, get ready for the night, and to be inspired to create something. It's View from the Hill. I'm on my way. to me as 
What's happening What's out, happening there? out there? It is View From The Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. I'm sitting here with my guest, Jared Black. Jared, how you doing? Good, man. Good. Good to meet you. I mean, uh, sort of, kind of, right? We've already met, I guess. This is the first time we've got to officially dialogue for a long period of time, I guess. It's, well, it's good. Already, <laughs> already, you've been here and we've been doing a little pre, uh, pre-talking and I've been loving talking to you already, man. <laughs> Feelings mutual. Your dog loves it too. Look, she's already asleep. Yeah, this is the first episode that we have dogs as the guests also. We got You're a couple not sleeping around. They're sleeping. So we had that first song that came right off the bat there. That was Love Alive, Knock Knock. And that's uh, that's one of the bands that you love vibing to, right? Yeah. Love Alive is a band, uh, me and my business partner and close friend, we, I guess he manages them. We fully support and promote them. And I mean, they're friends of mine. I try to catch as many shows as I can and definitely love to party afterwards with them. They know. Your business partner, Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Yeah, man. I've had a couple uh, run-ins with him, too. Played a few shows with him. We did some stuff up at Scarlet and Gray. He's uh, doing a lot of like promoting and stuff, right? He's Yeah, he's putting. he went all in. He recently uh, quit his corporate job and is going full-time into A-Town Roots. And since I came in again, I've been trying to talk him into doing this. So quit that, his corporate job? Yeah, and just going full-time. That's a great shirt. Fuck a job. Exactly. A job. And that's what I'm saying. Because he's talented. If you put all your effort into stuff and you really, he believes in it. He wants to make this a viable company. He has a dream. It's about supporting good local music and arts and really trying to get these people out there. He definitely seems like it's, yeah. when you say he's your business partner, um, you know, what do you, what does he do with you? I I know am, I'm in the music thing. I'm, I'm in part, I'm part owner of A-Town Roots as well, along with three other investors. There's five of us. And we have offices together. We work in a lot of other things. He helps me with Guardian Aliens. Um, everything I've ever done, like out here as far as a show, uh, I've had the help of him even before I was involved in the company. Like Awesome. Yeah. So he's just he's a good friend. And, and again, I'm learning a lot from him. I come from a similar atmosphere in the nightclub app from uh, California. I was an investor in a nightclub. But it's a different type of vibe. So I bring that like VIP fun, doing something different out of the box, keeping it hot. Whereas he really understands how to meld it into what this place is, where it's Athens specific. It's really it's a different vibe out here. I love it. That's awesome. A Town Roots and and Guardian uh, Aliens. Guardian Aliens. We're gonna talk about those later, definitely for sure. And you're saying so you came here and uh, uh, to Athens at around 2011 Mom's Weekend. Mom's Weekend 2011, what a crazy time to first uh, experience Athens. Yeah, and at the time, you know, I was in a different place uh, as far as, you know, whether I was in a relationship or not. And you were saying something about investment, something in California. Is that where you came from immediately? Were you coming from California? Yeah, I came directly. I, there was no in between. I've lived in only in California and here. Where are you originally uh, from? I was born in La Selva Beach, which is like right next to Santa Cruz. Um, my dad delivered me at home. Um, they just smoked a joint and did it the real way. And... Uh, then most of my life has been in like San Jose, Silicon Valley, San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. When I wasn't up and down California, like firefighting when I was in trouble and stuff. Uh, and then I came out here to Ohio. Awesome. So even in those days then, uh, in your in your Cali days, uh, <laughs> were you picking up a spray paint can? Were you doing any art, doodling around, drawing something? What I was used, going on? I started out by being the very thing I really 
battle and hate now is like like kids out there tagging and all that is a big deal and I can't stand tagging now because I see how destructive like the tagging mentality and no knock on hand styles and people that are great with calligraphy and hand styles because there is an art form but I used to scribble on things and not and then I'd save my drawing for like class to get free massages okay and then that was really stupid it was because I wasn't confident and I was doing it illegally in the street so I didn't get to do like drawings on walls and mm. when I did it didn't come you know the way I wanted it as I was younger so I got discouraged then I went back and started working on it more, and then over time I just like really worked on my drawing skills and like visualization. But yeah, right. I've been I've been spray painting since I was probably like 15, 16. So before we get started, then you know I've seen your pieces all around town. You know, to, to some, um, you know, you, you do you do street art. It's on walls, but you yeah. just you just kind of brought up something that I want to touch on. Yeah, yeah. So you say you don't like kids tagging. You know, what's the difference <clears throat> between tagging and what you do? Okay. I'm, and I'm no different and I'm not, I'm not because I start, again, we all start somewhere. And when I was tagging, I was just trying to get, I was insecure, trying to get recognition and I was writing on a bunch of people's property, writing, literally scribbling my name on their stuff, not even signing any artwork. Where is like the, like nobility in that? Whereas what at least go out there with a couple of different colors or make a design, do something that like it is art where that. The average person walks by, they don't feel like offended, like, oh, that's graffiti, that's gangbanging stuff, or that's scribbling, uh, that's vandalism. They look and see a flower or a, a beautiful piece of letters that at least is artistically done. They might not agree with it, but they'll say, hey, that's art, and that's, that's different. So I try to keep it into, I'm a muralist, and sometimes it's illegal. Sometimes, most of the time, I keep it to, like, I do permission-based stuff now. But there have been a few instances where they are illegal because it's in a place that already has a bunch of graffiti or something that isn't good. It's not even pictures and it hasn't been cleaned up. So I figure a flower over it looks a little better than some scribbling crossed out by some other scribbling by some dicks and balls underneath it. You know, absolutely. So. Absolutely. So it sounds like uh, it evolved from just kind of, you know. Wanting to write your name around, wanting to wanting to fuck around. Wanted to be cool. Wanted That's be it. Cool. I just wanted to be cool. And then became to more something like you just wanted kind of like your surroundings where you were at almost to be more, better. Better. Yeah, I want to beautify my community. I don't want to. I don't want to be destroyed. I did so much destructive shit growing up and got in so much trouble, and I feel like shit for that. So like every day, I want to make my place better. I want to make things look better. I don't want to like steal. I don't want to destroy. I want to like add. I want to give. I want to like just make things better. And some people don't think mine is better than theirs. And that's fine. That's not what I mean by that. What I mean is just, you know what I mean? Like if you put a, a colorful anything over a bunch of like square blocks and scribbles, I just think that the colorful something is a better choice. Not saying the art is better than other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I'm about promoting, even picking up trash, man. Just make your area look better. This is, it's about class. I love my city. I love this place. And I want it, I want it to look great, you know? Mm -mm. Very awesome. So you came, you came to, um, Athens in 2011 and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, did you know anyone? Did you, did you have any connection with the town already? I mean, it was mom's weekend. Did you think this is it? This is Athens? <laughs> I didn't know anything about Athens other than a buddy, not even a buddy. It's an ex-girlfriend's sister's boyfriend out in California said this place you know is like this you should come out and check it out and so i came and checked it out for 10 days and it blew me away we won't say that kid's name because he's not the type of person i want to be associated with <laughs> but no athens blew me away he was right about that this place was incredibly interesting it has like all the culture and like forward thinking of like a university city you have the youth you have the changing people are coming from all over the world all over 
this country and then they're bringing that and it's fresh every year but it's a small town so you don't have a lot of the like crime and grime that i'm used to in the metropolitan areas this is a beautiful combo right on so yeah. so it sounds like i mean even so you're you're a guy coming from california mm-hmm. right you're you're coming from beach some awesome areas and True. you're coming to athens saying this is paradise absolutely because they always say the grass is green on their side <laughs> i just think that the grass is green everywhere it's not greener, it's just different shades, but over there is beautiful. I can't take anything away, but it is over. I'll tell you all the bad things. It's overcrowded. It's overpriced. You try to buy a house so that I can get here. I rented a house here for 700 a month on 20 acres, three-bedroom house when I first got here. I was renting a two-bedroom apartment in not the good place of town where I'm from for 1400 a month. You tell me, like, <laughs> that's what's wrong with California. Uh, but And people are really, like, nose in the air. We think we're better than everybody else. That's a real thing. I came over that same attitude. And, you know, there's a lot of arrogance with, like, Cali, I'm Cali, I'm better. Because we are the fifth largest economy in the world over there by themselves. But they're also, like, stepping on each other to get there. They don't care as much. There's not this deep-rooted, like, sense of community. There's not this uh, chase to really have, like, local food supporting your local farmers and like having all the elements of your society together it's really elitist and crazy like caste system in the does it almost seem like that because in athens you know it's so um you know it's right there we're such a small town like it is so you experience everything pretty easily and you can see that the overall is kind of like in that way trying to really support community and maybe out there it's just so much bigger or do you really feel that vibe it's, everywhere you, out there it's more it's more us versus them in every neighborhood whereas here it's not quite that like you have your fun west side is the best side and things like that you hear in athens all the time <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. and it is by the way uh no seriously though uh but it, it, out here it's more a sense of like pride out there it's a sense of they want to take from each other and or protect their stuff here is more about like building their stuff up you know what i mean it's just a shift of perception not everybody because you know that'd be stereotyping but like the overall culture here is just a little bit more slow laid back people look you in the eye and you're accountable for your actions here you can't run from your problems and burn turn and burn everybody you have to see them in the supermarket every day every day i go to kroger's and see everybody the people that hate me the people that love me <laughs> same thing and we gotta have keep to, it cool yeah we gotta go buy wine and ice cream together so like <laughs> it is what it is like so you have to really be accountable for your actions here and that's what i like out there people can get away it's, you can get away two cities over and never see somebody again there's 50 million people in one place i feel you yeah. yeah yeah i just feel more connected here so i've never felt that um, is it is it only the spray paint can that's your weapon of choice? You do anything else? All of it. All of it. <laughs> All of it. I mean, I wrote poetry. Like I've been published twice there. That was something you probably didn't know. Writing. Okay. Um, but honestly, I've I I I prefer visual arts. But like, you know, do you do uh, any any canvas work? I, any, I I do work canvases. You no know, oil. You know, oil on canvas stuff like that. I don't any, do oils. Any, I work acrylics. Like I'm starting to play with uh, airbrushes more. Because I like do I want to do a lot of one of a kind apparel. Do hats already with paint pens. The same spray paint I use is Montana Gold. I have the same paint all the way down to my paint pens and my brushes. It's all the same pigment, the same palette, and it's all made by the same company. So, so what do you like about like what is it about the spray paint? You know that that's the medium that you just love. It's something that just set me off because it's not. It's something that's unique. There's there's a lot less muralists that can get down with a spray can. 
even some of the best artists I've seen in the world, people that just make my jaws drop, that I pay 3,500 for their original. They're intimidated by spray painting just a simple thing with me. And it blows my mind because it's just another tool where mm -hmm. you can do it bigger. Like <laughs> That's mm -hmm. all I, I wanna go big. And I wanna dance around. You, it's hard to dance in live paint on a canvas. You do that at a festival. It's not fun. I want to dance around, sweat, and I can do that with spray. Well, I can't. So yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine it because that's always something that I've kind of wondered about. Like, how do you do that? How do you take it from the you know portrait size and envision it on a huge wall? You what? You look at the wall as like a size of piece of paper in your mind, and you like visually kind of be like you sketch it out like you would. Do you take it chunks at a time? Yeah, you you sketch out your overall layout. And then you work your layers. You try to work like we do it all different ways. Honestly, mm -hmm. you'll see us work things backwards and like, why are they doing that so much harder? It's because we do a lot of freestyle stuff. So we work on like the focal points of the things we're feeling for the day or whatever cans we have on us or whatever. And uh -huh. then the next day we'll come back and do the rest. But, you know, usually it's just I don't know. I chose aerosol because it's just amazing when you see a 20 foot wall by eight foot high wall done like that from top to bottom and like into like something that's a cohesive art piece, not even yeah. necessarily with letters. Moving a few feet with it. It's fun to watch different people thing create. Too yeah. than moving a brush, right? It's a lot harder to achieve, but you also have more room for error. You can, it's paint. You can go right over it. That's the other thing. You can make mistakes. Your mistakes with spray paint end up being some of the like coolest things that happen. Do you ever work uh, with any like uh, stencils, anything like that? I have, and right now the guy Brian O'Rourke, aka Bones from SGK, that's been doing a lot of these collabs with me lately that you've been seeing. He yeah, is, shout out to him. I've been I've been posting on the event page. I want to take a moment to say that I've been posting on the event page. You know, here's some work by Jared. Uh -huh. Here's some more work Jared's been doing. And I want to give a shout out to Brian O'Rourke yeah. right now. Uh, you know, didn't know and, and want to mention his name. He's been collaborating with you. And, and the, the stuff he's doing also is absolutely amazing. I, I'm blown away. I wouldn't be doing work. this if, honestly, he, he's a friend I met at a festival last year. And he was doing... I'm in was, all of that type of shit, man. He was contracted to do a piece at Family Roots here in Gloucester. And I came helping Kashmiri set up a soundstage and he was getting down with I saw him rolling his panels out on his car and he had a bunch of Montana paint so I knew he was legit. I never mm -hmm. talked to him or walked up. I says, can I paint a panel if I pay for some paint? He's just like, yeah, go ahead and roll yourself out. And then like I rolled out a panel and then he came. He didn't know me from Adam. He was just like, you know that like this is like Montana. I said, yeah, I know. It's like 8 to $10 a can. I I'll bread you out for everything I use. And he knew immediately that I, I knew what I was doing. I wasn't going to be like... Out you were going to fuck around. I wasn't going to be... Ir ir I, haven't, I hadn't picked up cans and really got serious for a while other than some of the few things around Athens. But that was like not really serious. Mm -hmm. And he inspired me because he was going so hard in the sun, sweating balls. You weren't going to tag your name on it. Nope. And that's it. Nope. I was literally <laughs> going to sit there all weekend and put something beautiful that can go beside this guy that got paid to do this. I didn't get paid to do this. I came to Rogue a piece next to this guy who's probably one of the illest I've ever seen with a spray can. Amazing. And he sat back and told me, you're ill. Dude, how long have you been doing this? I said, I haven't picked up a can and really got down like this in years. He's like, oh, shit. And so we just vibed all weekend and painted. And I let kids come paint on mine with me and learn, like a 12-year-old kid, learn how to spray paint with me all weekend while he worked the piece that he was doing for the festival. And we got to know each other. I told him I'll bring you to Athens. 
and we're gonna paint the shit out of the city. And we did from that point on. He's because this is the third time he's here, and he's gonna move here probably for the summer. And we're gonna continue painting till I run out of paint, which isn't anytime soon. Yeah, you told him you're gonna paint the shit out of the city. Where <laughs> are some places so far that you can see some work? At? Always at the graffiti wall. I love to go there because it's a message board, and I love to try to help other groups get their messages out. Like I love to work with the student groups anytime they have something. I'm totally down to help anything they do and let them really do most of it and just shape my little touch. Uh, I did, you know, the illegal quote unquote rape stairs that I turned in the piano stairs, but that's washed off. We'll be doing that again. Hopefully the city will let me do it with permission this time. But, uh -huh. So did you get in uh, trouble for that? I did. I did, but not, it's not, I didn't get a ticket. They sent me a letter in the mail because I took responsibility publicly. I don't care. It was the right thing to do. It's not like I was tagging. I literally tried to change the culture of it being called the fucking rape stairs. And people still giggle and call them the rape stairs and there's still beer bottles right now. I can walk and tell you how disgusting it is because we haven't been out there cleaning. And right. I just wanted to change that and make people excited. And it did for a while. It also caused some controversy. Cause it was really cool. Yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. They awesome said idea. I didn't have permission, but they all privately said it is the right thing to do, but there's proper channels. And that's the thing is I didn't ask permission and I didn't want, I disrespected the city. I just went about doing shit my way first, which wasn't the right way to go about it. Other than uh, controversy from the city too, I heard kind of, you know, the Facebook chitter chatter as we do here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there were also other people saying stuff like, uh, what do you expect to change just by painting them to look like piano keys? You know, exactly. what did you, what do you do? What, how is that doing anything? You know, so, so yeah, answer that, you know, how, how is that doing anything? What are you doing? This is my message to all those types of people. Don't just talk about it. Don't just read about it. Be about it. My thing is they all are talking about changing the culture and bickering over what other people aren't doing right. I don't give a shit. I went out there and painted something that looked trashy and they looked cool afterwards. I didn't hear anybody say they looked terrible. They all said it looked cool. Right. What they thought was like, well, is that enough? No, it's not enough. That is not going to change rape culture. We still got to go a lot further than that. And I'm not like so like egotistical where I think that just because I put some like that, they, oh, look at me. I'm the best. No, I'm doing something to inspire other people. Stop bickering and attacking me. Get off your ass and help me do more right, so that we can change it. That's what I liked about I it. I started a conversation. Exactly. That's what I like to see come out of that is that really you got people starting to talk about it at least. You know, it, it's first started coming out about, you know, what's this going to do? Yeah. But, you know, yeah, what's this going to do if you do it? If somebody else helps? I had help with those in. too, but I took responsibility because I don't want anybody else to ever get in trouble. But since then, there is no trouble. But uh, Corey Benson and Andrew Cutchall helped me do that that day. And we don't really do a lot together anymore. We've had some falling out, shall I say. But I still wish them well, like we're still civil. But they went their own way. But they helped tremendously. And that was Andrew's favorite thing is starting a conversation. And I had the idea about the piano stairs just because I thought it'd be a cool idea. He's the one that told me about like, dude, this could really start a conversation. So that's really his thing. And it, it was. That's and exactly. And that's where I really started like shifting my art. I want to start conversations and like let people like tell me what you think or why this isn't good or good. At least I'm doing something. You know, it's something's better than nothing. Absolutely. Know? And so you were saying you met a... Uh met Brian, Brian O'Rourke at, at a festival. Mm -hmm. um, I understand kind of your involvement in, you know, the festival, the fest season. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty big, right? You're, you're involved a little bit. I, I noticed that you're... I, I am. I'm now... I mean, my first festival was out here 2011 Rootwire in Logan. 
and it changed my life straight up. It was one of the coolest times I ever had. And then I went on an unscheduled vacation for two and a half years, courtesy of Ohio. And then I came out and went to my second festival, which was Rootwire in 2014. And from that point on, I've been trying to hit a lot of these local festivals and I've been able to travel down to like Huluween and some of these other really great festivals. I'm going to go to Electric Forest this year. But what the... I am big now. Before I was just somebody going to enjoy the music, enjoy the art, see what it has to offer. I was such a believer in the transformational aspect of it where people really do. A lot of people go to get fucked up. I understand that that is an element of it. But <laughs> honestly, there is the people that care about changing the world, changing their environment, changing themselves. Right. Cause so that's where I'm going to kind of press you, right? In, in a sort of South Park kind of way. You know, <laughs> I like I want to I, I want to hear what you're saying. You know, the people are saying these festivals they change people. They they're gonna change the world. They're gonna change the you know. Sometimes yes. You know I. They have the potential. I to. found myself there. Woodstock. Is what all I what say. happens? Woodstock yeah, is all I gotta say. Touche. That changes the freaking world. Well, One every festival. every every uh, every fest you go to is not Woodstock. Though. No, exactly. And that's the thing about the fest. There are people that are out there just for the money. There's things that it's just really like. There is some dark, like meth-addled rave scene type festival things. There are things out there that is about just big dollars trying to get the money. And then there are the ones that lose money year in and year out around here, these local ones that they do care. They want to like, they'd like to make their money back is pretty much it. But quite frankly, they're really just trying to like give everybody a really good place to come let loose and celebrate. Festivals are places of celebration and coming together and meeting new people, getting new ideas, getting a new perspective on life so that you can go back and become a better person in your community. Like I do that that potential alone in the festival scene is why I'm so committed to really trying to make this better. And it's not about just having booking a solid lineup. I'm and Ryan's helping me with this like this season is I'm really about the arts too, the visual thing. My mind's blown when I go in and I see some like incredible murals or installation art or earth mandalas or nests made out of all the local materials that we're collecting for a week leading up to that festival to make these things. That's where people come and take pictures and are changed. That's the magic of the festivals I really want. Or a lot of floral arrangements and flowers and things like that. Uh, so it's not just the music, it's really the combination of it all. It's it's like all five senses are met and then, then you're unlocked and that's your like connection with the divinity, I guess you'd mm -hmm. want to say, you know? Did you have an uh, an aha moment? Uh, you know, festivals? You know, yeah, when you were at the festival, did you have like a, yeah, an aha moment? Like, um, this is it. The, I know what I want to be doing now. This has changed my life. Well, this is this didn't festivals didn't like change my life into where the overall direction. Whereas part of my business is a town roots production, where we're about promoting things. There wasn't an aha moment. I just like the way they went around. Like afterwards, like Papa Dozio's on golf carts, and they were the headliner, and everybody you know was you know jocks Papa Dozio around here, and for good for good reason. Like they put in work for their scene, man. Uh -huh. And uh, but they were like driving around on golf carts, like thanking people for coming. And they didn't know me from Adam, but me and my dude were up in a hammock 50 feet in a tree the entire festival playing djembes. And people heard about us, like we were the dudes up in the trees looking over the festival that were just straight crazy. And one of them came on a golf course like, oh, wait, you're the tree guy. Like, dude, thank you for coming to the festival. That would be probably the aha moment because I realized like this is the headliner. This is the one that throws a festival and he's thanking me personally 
for coming because he heard I was having the time of my life and I was doing shit where people were talking about in the festival. I kinda, and I was like, that's it right there. I want to do that. Do you think other people, you know, like the guys you work with kind of take that off? Because I noticed that was kind of a cool thing too when I was at Color Dance was Rhino was driving around on the on the golf cart and he was like, you doing good? You doing well? Doing well? He's taking care of me. I was like, oh, cool, man. This guy's putting on this festival. Losing his ass while he's trying to put on a good face for everybody. And, you know, that's a lot of money. He, you know, we're still paying off that festival all the way, barely, like now. And, yeah, but that's, like, amazing. That's the type of people I want to work with that really care about this and really care about other people's well-being. Because my dad taught me that. He literally said, if you just wake up and you look out for the person across from you goals, find out what they want in the world, see if you can help them get there. Either help them with the best of your ability or get them to somebody who can help them. And don't think about money. You'll always be rich. He told me that and it worked. It's fucking magic, man. If you just look out for people, they really will look out. You'll get people that will take advantage. But in the long run, the universe provides to those who really do look out for other people. You know. I love that mentality. It's the only way to go, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> so how is that? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put kind of like a, one of those, I don't know hard to answer questions maybe how do you put that mentality uh into your work how do you transfer it into the into the walls you you beautify well i try to even some of my murals recently have been people that have went over like something i did and so like the egotistical part of me were like dude that was you know i'm pissed someone went over my shit but instead of doing that i actually like reach out hey dude you're painting, you're probably using shittier paint, you know what I mean? You don't have the right tools. Let's paint together and do something. And and so like, it's my way of looking out for them. I know they want to paint. I have a bunch of good paint that I pay for. I'm giving back because this is what I love to do. I don't consider this a job. I do this literally so people can come out and get some confidence. You know what I mean? Do you, do, do you find yourself doing more collaborative work than solo work? Now, yeah, more than ever, yeah. And right now with me and Bones going at it, it's collaborate. It's, it's right now it's therapy for both of us, you know, what I mean? because he's from Baltimore. It's a freaking war zone. It's definitely us versus them as far as cops and the people in the streets. And then in the streets, you got turfs. It's not a good place. So he's out here like, what is this utopia where everybody's like, we love you. And they're giving me beers with the smiling skull. And like, you have all these rad shows you keep taking me to. So it's like therapy because I'm helping. But in the way I'm like, you know, taking care of my demons that I didn't have. I didn't do this before with all the chances I had. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I want to give other people chances. And that's how I apply it. Like, I'm not out to get money for these murals. I don't get paid for any of the shit you see. I pay to do this. There's a difference. That's so that if people can call me an opportunist if they want, but I'm not getting paid. I'm doing this with my own money, time, effort, and pride, and I'm the dude taking the shots. I'm the dude that you're hating on on Facebook. I'm the dude that you know they called a racist and all this other shit, but I'm doing this as a gift for you, and I'm courageous enough at least to take those shots. That's how I apply that every day. And since I really went hard on that and not trying to get money for commissions, my life's unfolded and the universe provides. I don't do without. I'm not rich, but I live a rich life, man. I have good people and good stuff around me. I'm not mad, you know? That's a great, that's that's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. I, 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 I hit you with a question that was like kind of hard to answer and I don't know how to respond now after you say that. I don't know how to respond to your answers either, bro. I just, <laughs> the, you know, a beer and a blunt will get me to say, you know, what's in my heart. That's all I could tell you. I yeah. don't even remember what I asked you. I don't know. When do we <laughs> play music were... again? <laughs> That's what you were going to ask me now. Um, no. You said that you met, uh, that you met, you know, Brian at these, at these festivals. Yeah. Family um, Roots, and, which and isn't so, going to be around this year. That sucks. And, and so he gets, 
um, were you saying he gets like kind of commissioned to go out there? Yeah, he got paid. He was out of the scene for a long time too. Um, and a buddy of his, like, I guess offered him like 800 bucks to come do a mural, bring your paint. So he loaded up his car with some plywood and a bunch of really good Montana gold paint and the good color palette and banged out a dope mural on, uh, plywood panels. Um, yeah. And he got paid. There is a, like, there is, is a he market available for this. to uh, you know? Could could anyone come you know commission? Yeah, to, to we're come always do something like on their old barn. We're or always like wait. That? We do commissions privately. Like I'm not saying that I don't take commissions because that's not that's false. I take private commissions and people <laughs> do paint and people do pay. And the city's <laughs> offering to give us money to paint like sir, if we do the right uh, channel. So I'm not opposed to taking money. I do take some money. Yeah, I, <laughs> but honestly, my goal is to get money so I have more supplies. I don't do this for me to get rich. So like, you get paint. I get paint is what I usually do. And well, I saw I, that you were commissioning it, out some some prints, some high def prints of some recent it, stuff that you guys did, so that you could get some some paint back and stuff like that. Right. Also, well, like for example, Bones is here the whole time. Like I make sure that he's fed every day, he has some beer in his belly, and he's painting with paint for free. He hasn't had to pay for that because to me it's like a, a working vacation. So imagine what that would cost in your pocketbook for a month. We have to take a few commissions to where the little bit of money we get for artistic, like our time, I just give to my bros because they need jobs. I have a job. So what you're saying is, <laughs> is when I get done building this studio that's yeah. outside, you guys will come, come paint it. Absolutely. Just give us the I can paint. Pay I, you, I can pay you guys to come paint that, right? Absolutely. And usually, I'm, and you probably want to talk, me, to, talk can... to Ryan Miller to contract with me because... That he says I'm too nice, <laughs> <laughs> and I give away everything. So you got to talk to him. So if I want to pay more money, talk to Ryan talk Miller. To Ryan and Miller. if you want to get a homie deal, talk to me. <laughs> and if you, yeah, or Brian, Brian, you Brian will. Will, <laughs> You guys will work with me. I can kind of explain yeah. my vision. Yeah, you know, I, incorporate the, the vision. That, right? That's how it is. I don't just come and paint whatever I want. I'm, private commissions they tell me what they want the best way we work is give me ideas of what you want incorporated in a piece and let us design a way that it flows and looks beautiful from our perspective and they are always usually for that none of these have been sketched out pieces we've done recently they have literally been just free flow as they come out of our mind and we talk about it for maybe five minutes ten minutes while we're smoking a blunt beforehand and we go up and paint the wall so, and you were talking about, uh, you know, getting to the music. When do we play music again? So, I mean, I kind of want to do talk about that. You know, are you, are you yeah. guys listening to music uh, while, you're, while you're paying? I'm a, what, I mean, people in Is Athens, that giving you the vibe? I can't create well without music. And I need good music. Most of the time, I, I create to a variety of music, but most of the time I'm jamming like EDM, funky EDM, uh, just whatever is coming on my likes and SoundCloud and stuff. It doesn't even matter at times. But I need loud music, either in my headphones or my little boom box that I bring that's pretty loud. People hear me in OU all the time. <laughs> and I'm usually shirtless, smoking some pot and dancing and painting. Yeah, I got to have good music. I got to move with it. I got to feel it. And it comes out better that way. Note to listeners, he is usually shirtless as he is shirtless right now. In a panda onesie. In a panda onesie. <laughs> in the studio right now. <laughs> The man doesn't lie, that's for sure. I try to keep it real. I mean, you know, and I a, try. And a giant pendant resting on his chest. <laughs> My hippie bling. The hippie bling. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, he doesn't lie. It's, well, you know, rappers have their chains. So, I, 
usually just hits me in the face when I'm skateboarding or painting, <laughs> so I don't wear it usually then. But this is my hippie bling. This is a dope stone, and it's a you know my friend put his time and effort into it. This is probably like a two hundred dollar piece if he would have sold it on the market. But to me, it's priceless, and so yeah, it's my Mister T hippie bling. Got to do it. Hey. Not everybody can wear these. I do wear some loud. That's what I was just things. about to say. Hey, not everyone <laughs> can wear one of those. I can't wear it everywhere either. It is a little much sometimes, but it's fun. It's filled with power. <laughs> <laughs> so to get back to the music, have you ever done? Um, I've performed at a few shows where sort of um, artists come mm-hmm. and uh, a performer performs, and the artist kind of um, does something based on the music, kind of. Yes. Kind of. Have you ever done anything like that? Rogue. <laughs> just, and I contracted it, it rogue it. and it worked. Uh, I did, uh, all right, I have, everybody has, and that's how all artists here, they'll tell you they do the same thing. They don't get asked to the festivals when they first get into the scene. They go and paint. People are like, oh, that's dope. And then eventually their name gets in and somebody's, hey, can you do this? We're having this dope festival. We'd like you to paint. That's how right. it goes. So yeah, I've done it, but never to a big degree yet. But this season, there's a bunch of stuff in store because that's the other good thing about running a production company is I get to make some of the stuff that's happening. So I'm definitely putting in a mural wall we'll have a live mural going down for the whole paradise weekend and there'll be a lot of mural art already as you come in but i want to get a lot of those artists that are super dope that are intimidating already gone up for paradise they have already went up how much are they i think they're 120 now i don't see i don't see i don't handle money nobody ever tells me you're not the money man i'm the guy i'm the stunt dummy yeah (laughs) i'm the guy the panda onesie on a skateboard like stunt dummy exactly you don't want money in my hands I'm an end of an hospital one of these days. <laughs> You're creating a good time. Absolutely. That's my job, honestly, is try to keep it moving, keep people having a great time, and enjoy. Like, when when I'm tapped in, having a great time at a festival, usually everybody around me is like, we don't have bad times. And if bad times are happening, I'm, I will stop bad times. Like, if somebody's <laughs> doing something really wrong, I'm the dude that's not going to sit there and bitch about it. I'll just stop it so that we can get back to having a good time. And good, because... The yeah. drama's not needed. I don't think that that's a thing in this. Like, we shouldn't sit there and just... I don't even call it the drama anymore. I call it the bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. The bullshit is not needed. The older we get, the more we realize that this shit is small shit to giants. Oh. It's small shit to giants. It's so petty. So let's just go have a good time. Most people there, what, either get fucked up. Like, we're all there a little awkward. It's super loud. We can't really have in-depth conversations. So let's not talk about our lives while we're drunk. Let's go, like, dance. Keep it loose. Let's not gossip about who's doing what. Because that's what starts happening. You get loose and you start talking shit about everybody. That's and hate. we're all here to change the world. We're here to dance and like look at the pretty girls around us and enjoy it, see our friends, <laughs> high five, cheers, you know, get fuckered up and then like go home uplifted, pumped up for the week ahead or whatever it is we got to go home and the quote unquote bullshit we do have to deal with because mm-hmm. it's our jobs or whatever. But yeah, we're not there to bullshit when you're going out to have a good time. We're there to have a good time. That's why it's a good time. Not like let's go turf war at bars and like bro, you looked at my girl wrong. Like, that's the stupidest <laughs> shit ever. Well, you sent me some, uh, <laughs> I, I I was sending messages out to you, you know, seeing what you were inspired by, and you sent me some stuff back, telling me some bands you were inspired by. Yes. So I want to take a, a little break here and listen to some of this music that you did send back. I may be a little bit light on the EDM that you sent, but we got some good stuff. We're going to uh, start off um, with Dallas Craft. Yeah. Uh, one of his <laughs> tracks, Baggage. Uh, we're also going to hear Wavada. Yeah. Uh, grunge Funk Supreme. They're rad. Oh, dude, that was one of the ones I was loving. <laughs> we're also going to hear uh, another one from Love Alive. 
that band that uh, Ryan's involved with too. I know he did some production uh, with them. I'm not officially uh, involved. I'm just kind of a fanboy, I guess. Well, you'd they're say. really they're great. Friends. They're really great, and they're going to end it out with uh, "Spread My Wings." So we're going to we're going to uh, be back after we listen to that. It's uh, "View from the Hill." You're listening live right now. You can hear it at www.viewfromthehill.com. My guess is Jared Black. We're going to listen to a little bit of the music and the artist that he's inspired by right now. Hope you guys are listening. by the water to make me tougher than clay it ain't the delta lord but we still sing so bring your sons and daughters to the place the river boats play so come on down and we can wash our feet we can both wash off yeah our today's misery i know i can't be the only one who gets scared when plans go astray? I want to find an answer for all these wasted nights. But we can roll the dice or we can just run away. So we can just run away Oh, have our back years, yeah. yeah And these bonds we bear we walk alone, past unknown Bitch, you better be with 
What's happening, everybody out there listening? It's View From The Hill live at www.viewfromthehill.com. I'm here with Jared Black, local Athens activist, as I like to call him, helping out with the beautification of Athens. It's been awesome to have you on so far, man. I'm humble to even call me all those good titles. Uh, <laughs> Just another dude, you know what I mean? Just another dude. Well, it's it's been cool what I've been seeing around, uh, which is you know something I wanted to talk about. I... Uh, I've said this before, in the way that Facebook is, I don't really know you, but I, it's this weird thing where I do know you, and I've I've seen some some things that you've been doing around town, and you've been trying to do a lot of uh, uh, great projects, trying to get them jump-started at least, and once again, like we were talking about, trying to just get people talking about them and starting mm-hmm. the conversation. Uh, we got that empty building that's kind of off Stimson that you were saying could be used for so much. Um, yeah, you've been going to city council meetings. Yeah. Uh, you know, people were talking about wanting to take down your art, but we're leaving up other stupid stuff that was just making dicks and balls is what it was, right? (laughs) It was like a war against dicks and balls. And over the pants hand jobs. Over the pants hand jobs. Just tags that were stupid. Kind of the tags you were talking about at the beginning of the show when you just, you know, you're young and want to be cool and you tag your name on stuff, you tag stupid stuff. But the city was kind of like, it was almost like they were trying to get your stuff down, but we're leaving anything that had to do with promote no you stuff, you know, over the pants hand jobs for fest tickets. And uh, yeah, no, see, I, you know, I, growing up outside of the law, being, I guess you can call me an outlaw, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the point is, I've always, like, really had this distrust of the system and everything else. It's always the government's fault, and I buy into that, and that's actually kind of petty. To I've met a lot of the city council, and they're super fired up and down and love this community just as much, if not more, than I do, and do way more than we think. And they don't have ultimate control over everything. Hell no. They go through, like, 50 meetings to get anything done. Like, they have a lot... So what happens is they have that Athens Beautification Day every year where the mayor makes a big deal and, and they go in teams and it's a great idea and they go out and they spend some money on this if I'm not mistaken and they go and they take down graffiti and, and it's a great idea. I love that. But what happened last year, I had been you know illegally spray painting flowers and other things around town. Beautiful pieces of work actually. I mean, I some thought it people was nice. still Thank you. But some people and some alien imagery and whatnot. And so... They went around and erasing walls. Well, Athens Beautification Day, they even like there's a stencil wall on B Yard behind the old DMV right there. That like there's this retaining wall. That's a private wall. I didn't know. I got a ticket for that. Well, they went over it. It was all stencils and art and very few tags. It was one of the few walls that was illegal around here that people actually put cool art on. And I had a big ass flower and some other things on there. And they made a big deal about doing all this money in the Athens Beautification Day shirts, and they erased. All of that with blotches of like gray and brown paint, which looks uglier than the original stuff. They originally had like around, was that around the same time? I remember the Athens News taking out like a whole section in the paper. A whole page that was against graffiti. And and I get it because what they're trying to get rid of is the dicks and balls and the scribbles on private property that's not even inappropriate. It's not even in alleyways that we're talking like this is like in open areas. So I get that part. But they went over that, but they left... Right across from Family Dollar, some fucking dicks and balls all over two big old windows for number fest tickets for a month. And I pointed it out, social media and everything else. My stuff went down, but that stayed up. And that's the problem I have is just like, you know, 
they were quicker to exactly. take down. And then I got a ticket and got arrested for literally going back up with art. I'm not tagging dicks and balls. I'm not even signing my name to this stuff. I'm putting flowers up and I got a ticket. And I ate the ticket. It was not a big deal. And they didn't really punish me. They just held it in my head. They were actually, Athens, like law enforcement is really cool around here. They really don't, they're not dicks. They're really cool. <laughs> so like city council, I thought, was like these people that are like anti all this and we choose what's beautiful and what's not and we take down what's beautiful and not and that's what i have a problem with even i don't have the final say i can put my thing up but then if someone thinks it's really ugly they're gonna take it down okay that right. works <laughs> but they're really like took it to the next degree so yeah i had a big issue that they made athens beautification day but they didn't take dicks and balls down and so where a lot of kids are like what the hell sounds like you've kind of uh you know more about some of the council members than than most uh, your average Athenians do. Is it? I mean, I understand you were attending some city council meetings. I've, and I've went to a couple of council meetings uh, after I got a letter in the mail. I've been meaning to go prior to that. Um, what for? The, what was your purpose? The piano stairs. I knew all that stuff was illegal. And I was in the paper doing an interview for when I was illegally painting the meditating alien in the spaceship at the bottom of the piano chairs. And so like, I knew that was illegal, but I thought that that was a like, de facto okay wall because there's all kinds of graffiti. They call that the heroin wall next to the rape stairs. So I thought I was doing a good thing. And I got a letter in the mail saying that, no, you gotta cease this, you can't take responsibility, you already have a ticket, we can technically throw you in jail and fine you $5,000 or whatever it is. So. I gotta cut you off real quick. Go and for I, it. I apologize no, for that. Don't apologize. Real quick, just to, so we can give the listeners a better idea of where we're talking about, um, you know, because now we we've the not stairs. only had the rape stairs and we know that, but now we've got rape stairs and, and heroin, heroin wall. Heroin wall. That's, where are we at? That's the wall right next to the stairs at the bottom, uh, where it's like a vacant lot. And it could be like a park or something that overlooks like you're going down Depot Street to Smiling School. It's on Depot Street. Yeah, right? there's a okay. big wall and it's got all Those kinds of graffiti. Stairs. Right now, I think somebody put some SpongeBob. Sp square pants shit up flipping everybody off and some other letters and people went over the belly of my alien and so you were going shit. to city council uh meetings because you were I in want, trouble for that or? i got in trouble and i thought that i'd rather i'd rather work with them they're not i'm not against the city council at all i'm not against authority i want i want my community to be better so if they can help us do this so that i'm not doing it in a way that offends them or other people and they can actually help fund like for supplies that makes it better so i thought it'd be at least good to go into city council and at least apologize i didn't handle it right and so when i went into the first time it was a special session and we weren't allowed to speak as citizens. In normal uh, sessions, you're allowed to speak for up to like three minutes after session and there's like a little routine. But they were quick to come and make me feel real comfortable and let me know how this works and sorry you can't speak tonight, but it's not because we don't want you to speak. But when I walked in the room, they knew who I was and they were like, oh shit, he finally came. And so like Steve Patterson winked at me, like they knew what was gonna come, <laughs> but they had no idea what I was gonna say because they knew this like, I don't know. Us so what are you saying there? What, what, what were I you saying? I stood up. It's online what I said, but basically I apologized. I fucked up. I should have asked them first. That's not my property. That's simple, plain and simple. But I'm willing to take the fact that, yeah, find me or put me in jail. I'll gladly do my punishment if you think that's fit for what I did because I stand behind what I did. I didn't do something wrong. Mm -hmm. I did something that's against the law or didn't go through the appropriate channels to do it. That's a different thing. I'm all about moral right or wrong. I'm not about whether it's illegal or not. I can give a shit. I just try to work within the bounds of the law because as a society, that is the right way to do. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm willing to risk that if I believe that strongly about it. I have I, to say it's really fucking funny to hear you say that while topless in a panda onesie. <laughs> and I try to like – I don't want people to judge books by their cover. <laughs> I am very like out in your face. I'm colorful. I'm zany. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can call me. Loud. Whatever you want to call it. Intense. But in the end of the day, I always keep you guessing, but I'm authentic. I want people to look and not know what's coming next because when people think they know everything, they stop listening. And my dad used to tell me, you don't know what you don't know. So in the end of the day, <laughs> I got to stop, stop assuming I know what's going to come out of your mouth or what you can do for me or what you know and sum you up by what you're dressed or how you're wearing or whatever you're listening to or whatever your friends are. Yeah, that has an effect on who you are, but that's some bullshit. That's a cop-out. And I want people to look at me and think I'm just some idiot, rogue, thug, whatever they think I am. It's like crazy. And yeah, I'm all those sometimes, but at the end of the day, I'm not. I'm actually well-spoken. I really do care. I am like committed to positive things. I am not about me versus you. I'm always about – I'll give a little up to make sure you have more if it's a fair trade and everybody – you know what I mean? And so I want to shatter people – of immediate stereotypes making them stop from doing something or meeting somebody or giving somebody a, a chance that's reasonable i'm not against stereotyping because it's real we stereotype for a reason that's a defense mechanism as a human you have to i'm not a racist but i do stereotype you know what i mean it's just right. what it is like we all do like if i saw me and I was an older 85 year old lady that grew up in a conservative church area i probably wouldn't talk to me either I get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We probably don't have that much in common, but I actually probably do because I love Golden Girls. And I would, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you never know. I want them to stop stereotyping and shutting down conversation because we're all connected, even the ones that we don't agree. We got to agree to disagree. And, we do. And it we makes do. us connect. And, Real quick. Yeah. Favorite Golden Girl. Ooh, Beatrice. All right. You heard it here. <laughs> the one riding around topless in a panda onesie. Beatrice. <laughs> It's his favorite golden girl. Oh, my god! So you were talking about that at the end of the stairs and, and also in some other places. You've been painting around um, some aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. So that brings up this thing that you were talking about is the guardian aliens. What the fuck is a guardian <laughs> alien? <laughs> That's a great question. What brother. is a guardian fucking alien? All right. A guardian alien is a concept I have because I am not religious, but I don't like I, – I, I make fun of all religions in jest, but there's a real thing like – Gods and goddesses are real. Powers are real. We're all connected. I get that. But I don't like shut myself down in boxes that say, you know, the devil and God sitting on a cloud. So I don't want intimidating things and a soapbox preacher like image. If I'm trying to tell people to do the right thing, it's because I did a lot of bad shit and I'm really trying to make up for it. And this is just a real way to do it. This is not an out of the ordinary. Like you don't have to be a Superman to do half the shit I'm saying. Like pick up trash and be a courteous human being. That's pretty easy to do, really. Mm -hmm. You know. So guardian alien is we're all aliens. I'm not from here originally. I'm from California. So people are like, who the fuck are you? Or you're an alien. You're not from Earth. When I'm doing all these things, to them is different. To me is normal because from my planet, California, this is normal in my neighborhood. Here it's not. So we're all aliens. So guardian angels, everybody thinks, is the person looking over my shoulder, making sure I'm getting through life and helping me when times are down, making my life better for me. And sometimes, most of the time, I never see them or even give them proper credit. So I thought to mix that with aliens would be ideal. 
because it's an imagery where we all are like we're supposed to be star children anyway. I think I'm part alien, part animal or something. I don't know. <laughs> and it takes away that religious connotation. So we get the whole Jesus squad out of it and we turn it into an open discussion across all races and like religions. Guardian, uh, guardian alien can be anybody, any religion. It just means go out there and do good things even when you're in somewhere that's not your home. Or if it is your home, be a guardian alien to all the people that have different lives and don't even realize this is your home. Because we go wreck rainforest and there's a ton of things there that really like, who are these people? They're not being guardian aliens. They're being destructive world destroyers. I don't want to be that. So even in your own community, you're a guardian alien. You're holding down your community and just being a guardian, which means protect and make better. It's not like beat guys up because they come in and they're not from here. That's not what this isn't a turf. It's not even a gang and it's not even a like organization really it's honestly a concept that i have that it's kind of a brand kind mm -hmm. of a, just a way of life man do you have other artists uh, with you that share the same sort of concept and go by the if you will guardian alien code there's been the guard that's the other thing that's fun about guardian aliens is i'm trying to be more of a collaborator because i've always been you know the the whole struggle my life is ego my dad struggled with his life as ego you know what i mean we all struggle with ego I've had a lot of artists come through that were really heavy into Guardian Aliens and then have went their own ways. Corey Benson, Andrew Cutsall, there's a few others. Uh, Bones is getting down, but he's not technically like in some crew called Guardian Aliens. Mm -hmm. What we're just doing is stuff that like me and some other people that we support, we would sponsor by Guardian Aliens. But quite frankly, I'm the lead guardian alien, and there's a few <laughs> others in the midst. You Take know. me to your leader. You're the lead yeah. alien. But but like, there's other people that get a hold of stickers and other things, and they love it, and they do what they do, and I can't stop them. But there's a thing. No, I, I think want, it's cool. I don't want people tagging. I don't want people doing things that are destructive. And if you're beautifying the community in the name of guardian aliens and doing something positive, fuck yeah, man. I totally support that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's the right thing to do. So it's not always about art. Sometimes it's about, like, I'm down for Athens Beautification Day. You better believe I'm going to support that one million percent because I have my version of that too. And that's what started with the rape stairs and everything else. I saw that didn't get touched. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And that had a bunch of trash and shit too. Oh, man. So we went out there and we got a bunch of trash out of there and then painted it and then put yarn art everywhere. I want old ladies going out and graffitiing like fences and construction <laughs> sites with me with the yarn. Like, in a that's perfect what I want. world, in, in, in my utopia. In Jared's utopia, if I old was the ladies. Unofficial street art ambassador for Athens, <laughs> I would like take the old lady, like the old folks' homes here. We'd have like knitting, crochet like meetings, and I'd go in there and a bunch of artists, we'd all get together. Athens artists, male, female, young, old. They would, we'd show them the site and they'd come up with the specific things. And then on site, if they can't get out there on a field trip, we would take their stuff out and place it and do an overall piece of yarn art with their stuff. That way old ladies can get down from the like convalescent homes and stuff. Like it would be dope. All right. Community <laughs> center. You heard it. A new activity you can offer. Senior art. Guardian alien. Night. Yarn graffiti field Yar trip. Yarn graffiti field trip. All around where the union <laughs> should already be back in business. Right there. Because I did yarn art last year there. It's still there. There's some flowers and stuff that went from a few of my friends' mothers actually crocheted. And we did a big peace sign in a spaceship. 
And yeah, no, we did some yarn art already. That's a real thing. It's not just a dream. That's great. That is great. <laughs> Facebook, people tag me and show me some things from all over the world that inspire me. And this is, I see grandma yarn art all the time. Yarn art is one it, of your inspirations. Yellow Springs, Ohio is supposed to be like a gem of a city where they have tree sweaters and shit. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> have you not been to Yellow Springs? No. Not, oh, it's nice. Yeah. It's awesome. It's I mean, like, I've been by and I've been all around the state, but I, for some reason I haven't really stopped and really enjoyed Yellow Springs. And I can't wait to go do it right because I've been offered a lot of friends like, oh, you got to come out. We, we'd love to have you. So someday awesome. Yellow hey, you Springs. Might, you might meet Dave Chappelle. That'd be dope. <laughs> He's pretty cool. He's just cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the times I went there, I've got a, I've got a boy there, uh, 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 Don Johnson, he's a DJ for Al Udell, yes. you know? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he's Tom from Beat. he's from Yellow Springs. And he he got us some awesome uh, uh, gigs up there where we got to perform with them. And it's a really cool town. And apparently, according to him, uh, the town's really cool with Dave. You know, like, they don't fuck around. Yeah, they, they don't, like, like, fanboy him and stuff. And, and then paparazzi mess with them. Yeah, and they don't let pepper. Yeah, exactly. They don't yeah. let people mess with them. And he's cool. And he kind of, like, goes around town sort of freely, it sounds like. And Good. It's, it's like a small little Athens. The first import house was there. Like, import house is... Yep. Yeah, up in Yellow Springs yeah. when they came down here. It's oh, pretty- that'd be so dope. I'd, I'd just shake his hand and try to smoke with him, but <laughs> whatever. I don't want him to feel awkward. He'd probably be busy. He's got shit to do. I understand how that is. Oh, man. <laughs> I just tip my hat. But like, dude, do some, you're funny, I can't dude. even think about how busy that dude is. Oh, do you yeah. even think about him doing like normal stuff in town? Just- well, that's the other thing is people catch it like people think we're superhuman, but like we got a lot of normal shit we got to do. He does normal shit like we do every day. He's got bills to pay, <laughs> a bunch of errands to run, his kids or whoever's got like you babe go get the wine for dinner tonight like you know things we gotta do it seemed like you were putting the guardian alien uh sort of stamp on a project you were kind of wanting to move forward it was it was that i saw some things you were saying there's just this big vacant not being used building just ugly nothing not being used for it but no one else can do anything with it it's weird i don't know the whole situation and I, I had a nonprofit I tried to start, but honestly, I don't know how to do that shit right. And I was overwhelmed. And the help that I'd asked for wasn't really getting it done the right way. And so it kind of fell through. It was called the Karma Project. And what it was built around really was to fund stuff like this. And this was my first project I want to do. I'm still down with the project. It's Athens Machine and Mold Company. It's on Elliott, Palmer, Mill Street at the end over there. It's an old industrial complex. The Appalachian Hellbetties don't have a home here. Appalachian Hellbetty is a roller derby team that's local and most of their team is like out of Athens or the surrounding area but they got to drive sometimes like 30 minutes to like practice and like hour like they don't have a home arena here and it shouldn't cost a lot so I was thinking that place would be ideal for that and an indoor skate park and an art space and an outdoor venue that's different so we can have like it's huge it sounds theater things that's not associated with OU because they have their own agenda no knock OU like controls a lot of this town too but if you had some independent from the OU thing and the normal uptown bar scene and you had something over there that was open indoor outdoor theater surrounded by the Appalachian Hellbetty roller rink and then when they're not playing you have a roller rink for kids and people that would be amazing for people to roll around in and then on the other side is an indoor skate park because we have weather here. We have one of the dopest outdoor skate parks in Ohio right by the community center. People like Tony Hawk was here last year shredding because this is one of those places people come from hours to come skate here. Right. Half the time it's raining or snowing in this damn state. So what do we do for that? Or do you want kids to sit at home and play video games and shoot people online and cuss and do all that other shit? Or do you want them out there like being active at least or doing something and gaining confidence? And 
that's what that would be an indoor like option for when it's those type of days and then you have the girls can go skate where they're not intimidated sitting there with a bunch of boys skateboarders like doing crazy stuff the girls can go over there and skate and kind of be in their posse too and there's that buffer zone so now you have more of a place where families can come and they all have their own thing to do if they don't want to do one or another do you see what i'm saying and it could all be funded and be like a community-based thing maybe even run by the city for the city well it it's seems like it'd space. be a perfect match i mean yeah. you know there's I mean, nothing in there well kind of like starting to get you know you're near the tap room then mm -hmm. which is already kind of like the family kind of oriented um a really great area I mean that 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 bar is awesome. Jack Yost um, has done incredible over there, and Retushin, Michael Retushin over there has been really running some awesome shout stuff out over them. there. Shout yeah. out to them for sure. Shout out to two. Shout out to all the cool things they're doing at the tap room, and that seems almost like a perfect sort of match. Something cool like that, right? That's next what to I'm it. saying is because I'm not talking about liquor sales and all that in there. It's not like that, that type of party. What it is is like you have things like local breweries. If we ever have those type of events, that would be like a concert or a theater thing where you want to have wine, alcohol, or beer. You'd have one of these local places that do it so it's run right by what they're already doing that's right here showcase all of our local breweries that we have popping up around here because mm -hmm. athens is becoming like a little Asheville for sure it's straight up and they want that stimson off-ramp to be the main entry into athens right. over time hint hint why wouldn't that be a great place for a huge center for families all different types to come skate and do something that's different no place absolutely. in the world has something like that around here that i know of yeah it would absolutely yeah. be right. call it carmageddon <laughs> because you know it's when fucking shit's and finally the end of the world's coming because it's really happening where all the cool shit can be in one place like it's gotta be Carmageddon man it sounds like you're really uh, you're really all about Athens all about local that's something that's really fucking important to you it seems like it, well it is and, and there's a knock on me like current today there's an incident where allegedly somebody was saying who does he think he is coming into Athens thinking this place is his fucking own canvas and a bunch of other things like that. This was how it explained to me. Don't know if it's true or not. It doesn't matter. But that's a thing I've heard. Like people get a little like territorial. Like you're not from here. You're from Cali. Yeah, but I've been here five years and I've like showed you. I go to council meeting. I try to like be friends with business owners in the community. Like Jason and Jess from Fluff and Westside Wingery. Like I'm big supporters of people that care about this community. That's why mm -hmm. Michelle Pappy and Steve Patterson and Kent Butler, these city council leaders that are out there doing stuff, they actually now are my friends on Facebook because they realize like, hey, wait, he really wants to grow roots here in Athens. He's really doing things. Most of the people that end up staying here come to the university, get their lives changed by the atmosphere and stay. So some of the locals that might have a problem that they were born and raised here, like who is he? Why does he paint and stuff and getting all this attention? We've been here, he's pushing local artists out. My thing is, I don't see you up all over the walls. Right. I'm constantly saying, hey, come paint with me. All you local legends, please come out and paint You're with me. You're doing something. I would love to learn from you and like do this together because that's my whole thing is I think I'm learning from you guys. This is why I thought Athens was dope because I saw the street art. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was so pumped when I came here. And so like some of them might be salty or maybe just don't know or unsure about me. But I'm not like some arrogant like street turf thing. I just want to make this place better. And like I'm all about Athens. I want to fucking raise my kids here someday or close to this area for I am, sure. I am. I, I love it too. I have so much love for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm really proud of this place. And there's a lot going on here. 
Uh, I was just talking with somebody too, and I mean, our generation, man, we got some entrepreneurs, some people that want to do things on our own. We know that we know that if we want things to happen, we got to make them happen uh, ourselves. And, and I love that. Uh, and and you're so local too, man. That's I wanted to get you on here. Your art is awesome. Thank and you, we're talking local. You know, I'm a hip hop fan. We also <laughs> got to talk about the music that you were saying inspired yeah. you. And when I asked you for the for the artists that inspired you, I didn't think the first person on the top of your list was going to be local MC mc schwartz absolutely him that was the number one inspiration i got from you and that you know yeah. that's my boy that's my dysfunctional family in no knock to there there's no specific order to that list kind of but he is and it's not because me and mc are like super tight or anything because we're like kind of like you we miss each other in there and we talk and he always comes up and takes the time but he just moved in across the street from yeah. me and the bottom line is like i grew up on beastie boys and a lot of hip-hop and a lot of different influences music but that was like really my formative years was that style and man, you guys have been killing it on your bottom line. And so like when I came, like you were already killing it. You guys are the like celebs when I came. So the fact that everybody's so humble and down to earth and we're all just like, that's, that's what he portrays. He comes, he's always got time to have a beer and get fucked up with you and talk. <laughs> and he's so humble about how great, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah we yeah, just figured it out. We, we were together yesterday. Actually, he came over yesterday and we were recording uh, the fifth song. We're halfway done recording our new album. Um, You're so fortunate that's, to that's, share that with me. Be, I'm not going to share that to the public. It's going to be hot. That's it's going to be fire. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be a no, hot summer when that comes out. I respect but it, him as a person and, came, and as an artist. That's why he inspires me. And most of the people on that list I gave you are either kids that are really breaking in, that care, and really are trying to do this. And it's not just about the money or trying to be no, no, that no. guy or I'm cooler than you. I like genuine people that are trying to say something and give me a message, man. Give me something I can relate to. Absolutely. I can relate to you guys. MC talks about what I do. I get fucked up and question authority and think about things <laughs> and try to be cool like with my peeps. And like he talks about real shit, everyday fucking shit. You got to talk about what happens in my day. It's great. <laughs> Why wouldn't I love that? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And we, we, we believe in the same thing that you've been talking about, just collaboration and community. That's kind of like, you know, that's part of the hip hop shop. At least, you know, while I've been running it that's been the backbone of the hip-hop shop is collaboration getting the community involved showing that that's what hip-hop is you know it's not the mtv and bet bullshit it's not what you see on tv and uh, it's, it's pe not it's my roles is better than yours and i fucked 10 dimes in other cities no. and cheated on my girl no. back home who's super dope and fucking bakes for me why would i do that <laughs> why would i yeah it's just gonna <laughs> she, ruin what i have at she home cooks awesome cookies for exactly me. <laughs> so you can't do that like yeah I, i'm with you on that the authentic not the sellout shit i figured you were bringing it up you said mc shorts so we had to play it again you know episode one of you from the hill he was my first guest but we're gonna bring it back again we're gonna listen to a few songs uh huh? from mc schwartz so we got starting off on my way and also everyday mystery uh, both those songs off of his solo album, Altered Beast, and the uh, the cuts on Everyday Mystery are by Comp B of Al Udell. And also another one of the people on the list was Sassafras. Uh, so we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see a bunch of the people that are on your list. Sassafras and Emerson was doing stuff with that band, and that Schwartz is also on the song with Sassafras. We're gonna play right off the bat. See what I see. So we got MC Schwartz, Sassafras. Emerson B, little bit of mixer, everyone. View from the Hill live, www.viewfromthehill.com. We're with Jared Black, beautification of Athens. He's doing awesome stuff. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 
You gotta rise above the rest of times To turn the worst into the best of times I know it hurts and it upsets your mind But when it burns like you cursed Then just press rewind And just stand firm and you'll learn to accept the grind Don't get mad, get motivated Just focus until you make it Take notice and then they'll hate it Say it's overrated, it's fake and it's lame And they taking your place without making a case When I'm raising the stakes Always believe in yourself Cause nobody else will ever give a shit I love hip-hop, everything else is hit or miss You've been a bitch, still guilty until I'm innocent Finishing with fatalities, battle me and you getting hit Getting hit in the face with an SM58 or a Sennheiser I've been live and start questioning your fate Try to meet your whole potential, that's the lesson of today And if they start to detest you, then they know you're on your way I'm on my way, way, way One record that's like Jazzy Jeff telling Will Smith that he's fresher than the Prince. I've been nice since Queen was under pressure. Put the squeeze on MCs till they leaving on a stretcher. Listen, don't need a pistol cause my pen is my gun. My words are my weapons, that's how the Midwest was won. Lesson one, don't fuck with MC. Oh, that's that and let's see. Oh, thought he was wacko, come, come now. Hey, yo, addicted to this life like Pookie with a pipe. The red eye Jedi and I'm still vicious with the mic. I used to listen every night to dope MCs on cassette tapes. Put toilet paper in the tape, record over it the next day. So press play and let the regret stay in the past and just laugh and try to accept fate. fate. You kept safe, but wait, you in checkmate. Bobbing your head to the beat is the reason your neck breaks. I'm on my way. We just chillin', no blood spillin', blood spillin' up, cup spillin' what? You haven't washed your carpet in months, it's just that weekend flow The weed heads know, so put it in the air, prepare for your speakers to blow Where they roam, I pen a poem, lend them and send them home My sentence is long, depending if I'm hitting the bong, don't get me wrong Can't we all just get along? I'm getting it on with more flavors than Benny Han A Ben and Jerry, go ahead and tell them my pen is scary Like Edgar Allan Poe, my flow is timeless and legendary Killer words, they need a cemetery I spit a verse and they bring a hearse for the dictionary What if I told you that my 
mystery history be repeating itself They wanna step in the ring, but they ain't keeping the belt They wanna be all that, fuck all that, Kanan and Kel So give me the ball back, get off rap, speak to Adele Thief that fell from heaven to creep in hell Deep inhale the essence and see the trails Ayahuasca high, thought I lost my mind Like I blew my own brains out, then tossed the nine Top of the line, I'm not but I'm lying You trying to take down Ryan, that's like stopping a lion Pick up math at the same time, dropping the science Give up class and get trash, starting the violence Yo, buffoons with NO2 and balloons Mushrooms, coke with a little bit of molly and booze It's obvious I got a problem, what's the problem with you? I like to party like Chris Farley and I'm starting to new What if I told you
when you open your eyes, you need to learn. Look, listen, and just focus your time. Lord, you just have to fight the fight every day. Things change at the drop of a dime. Stay cool. What's happening? Welcome back. It's View from the Hill Live, www.viewfromthehill.com. I am with my guest, and it's been a fun one, Jared Black. <laughs> um, I wanted to also talk about some stuff I've been saying, you know, before we go to breaks and when we come back, I've been talking about, you know, going to viewfromthehill.com. I like uh, shouting out where my stuff is, but let's, where, where are you doing stuff? I, I understand right. you got kind of like a... A gallery or something like that? And... Uh, okay, I have some, yeah, I have I have four of the offices at 8 North Court, which is the big, tall building downtown, uptown, excuse me, uh, above Fluff and Pita Pit, and there's a lot of people starting to get offices in that entire building, so it's, it's coming, but two of them are going to be dedicated to an art gallery and a store that we will, like, a lot of our, obviously, companies brand stuff, and then the people that we're collabing with like local artists do you have anything that like people can go to now and see yeah well i mean you can well that's not open yet but it will but like guardian aliens my studio is up there um but it's not like open to the public a town roots office is up there as well that's where we hold our meetings and do all of our stuff um and a guardian roots too they're also doing stuff where you you're doing a mural uh, that new venue right the dreams the venue dreams, dreams we're booking for dreams a lot of shows uh on stimson avenue um, we also are involved with Paradise Music Festival this year. It's going to be at Wisteria. Go to Paradise Fest, Slash Fest, Dash Fest, whatever that thing is. You know what it is. <laughs> go to Paradise. Go and find us on Facebook, social media. It's Paradise Music and Arts Festival. But Once again, you're not, you're not the, you're not the I am not man. the, I, you know, Guardian Aliens, Jared A. Black, he spelled my Paradise name, Music Festival. But no, if you go to like, uh, my Instagram or like my Facebook for Guardian Aliens, that's an easy way to get a hold of me if you don't know me personally already and have my personal stuff. Because that's mm -hmm. there too. Like I sign my name on some things. People know who I am. It's not like a secret. I won an award in the paper. They put my name. Yeah, it's what not was like that? The, the rabble rouser? I'm a rabble rouser of 2015, according to <laughs> Athens News and the community. Thank you, community. I love you. For that was a good one. Well, it's true. because I should did, hang that high. I am proud. That's my proudest moment. Coming to Athens, I shit you not, because like I wanted that, because I felt I I've been in the paper doing illegal things, saying that I dance, smoke blunts, and paint illegally. Sometimes knowing that it's illegal, and still took credit for it in the paper here. That says something, you know what I mean? So that's called, but it wasn't for me well, you to be true me. to you. I did, and it was for to make it a better place, and that's the the part I got an award for me doing like. <laughs> causing shit and being in the paper for doing spray paint which they think is causing trouble but it seems like it's yeah. it's really being pushed for a better reason it from is everything i understand I, man I, it is i just want these kids around here to like have things to like i want people to be able to chase their dreams and actually make their living off of it <laughs> absolutely people shouldn't have to work 40 hours a week or more for that matter to earn a living so that they can try to pack in five hours doing what they loved if they have energy when they get home, that is a terrible thing. And they're undervalued because they don't love what they do at work. Most right. people, I don't want to be in the rat race. I did that for a while. Mm -hmm. It's not about the money. It's for the love. 
You know I'm so I mean? lucky to have a great job now, but I totally understand what you mean. I mean, I did we do the grind have to do money at, does make the world go round, so it we does. do have to eat, right? You know? And and I did the grind of that that nine to five or more. Mine was more like the five to nine. You know, like I was working in the AMs and for for years until I was thirty. And it sucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely happy to have that, but I I totally get it. And uh, I it drains you. It I respect you. people that can do it because listen, everybody thinks I have the most energy in the world. Because you constantly see me, I'm 39, and yet I'm running around, running up hills, skateboarding 24-7, raging with these kids, painting all day, sweating in the sun off Red Bull and Blunts. Like, people think I'm a freaking alien, right? But it's <laughs> it's because I don't have to do that 9 to 5 grind where, like, I'm worn out and I'm hitting my line. Like, I have a decent routine. I have a good girl at home. Shout out to Libby Stone. That's who I should be giving a shout out. Because behind every great man is... A, better woman the ladies behind us absolutely but no she's she she goes to school works is also training to be a pilot and then still finds time to still have our time and then keep it together like we're on some type of a schedule mm -hmm. so there is kind of the grind she has to do it but she's only doing it until she can be in control of her destiny because you know but like i, I respect people who can do that because that to me that's a lot of effort for stuff that i'm not excited about I hear her like vent about work or we vent about our jobs and society all the time and all the stuff we have to be at. Damn, so you're living a 30-year life hating it, trying to avoid being there, trying to get away from where you're at. How is that going with your image of living in the now and like experiencing life? I just don't see that as a real like sustainable like parallel. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So I try to be in control of my destiny, but I tip my hat to the people that can do that because... I fucking can't. I'm too lazy. Because you're a rabble rouser. I'm a rabble rouser. I uh, hear being uh, 2015's uh, Athens rabble rouser uh, also comes with little problems. I mean, uh, some controversy and some backlash happens, right? Yeah, absolutely, I, absolutely. Uh, once you're once you're that far into it, you know, you're involved. People know who you are, yeah. know what you're doing, and uh, they have things that they they want to give their opinions, right? Absolutely, and and I'll never be able to please everybody. Because, and, that, and that's just what it is. And my problem, that's my another one of my struggles is I want to please everybody. I want everybody to be happy. That's my goal. I'm trying do, to like serve you. But how do I please everybody? I do can't. you get more, you know, do you get more shit, more backlash from, let's say, you know, you say you're involved in the city officials. Does it come from more of the city officials? Does it come nope. more from fellow artists? Or does nope. it come more from just people looking and wanting <laughs> to give their fucking opinion? <coughs> Facebook trolls and... People that are really committed to some, like I, I like to call them professional protesters. I'm not going to put any names out there, but Richard Grippa. Um, but like I'm saying, they love to go on the internet and be behind everything else, but then slay anybody that's not for that thing. And then a year later, they're on this other bandwagon for another thing that's completely contradictory. They're just professionally protesting. And now I don't doubt their sincerity that's a good cause or anything else. But when I, like the Black Lives Matter. We'll get right into the one that's like, I really caught a fucking beating, did. but I got a lot of love. I was going to bring that up, so let, let's kind of recap that one. then let's get before, this one together. before it goes on, right? So, right. Um, the student union uh, painted on the wall. Bentley Hall. There's three walls. They painted on the first one, a and black fist, and Black Lives Matter. It was simple. It was beautiful. And it, it was. It was For really like good. two days, it stayed up, and nobody did anything. Uh -huh. Then somebody went over... <laughs> wrote a bunch of bullshit 
fuck you, you neo progressive, whatever. But it was more like that bullshit tagging. Like yeah. they just like wrote the guy bullshit. spit in in Beat Street. They got killed in the end. Yeah, that guy. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. So somebody went and, t- and tagged over their mural when they were just trying to make a point. And I'm and I'm solidarity. I'm down with the Black uh-huh. Lives Matter movement. But and then so when you that came ha- in again and then wanted to go over the shit again or what happened. Explain I it. I wanted to. Because I was immediately, because I've had that incident happen at the wall myself many a times. And I had one of my lowest moments in Athens where I was a real piece of shit to somebody and was in the wrong way. I definitely didn't handle the situation right. And this was one of those situations where they didn't do anything wrong and they got fucked. And although the person that came over didn't really, it wasn't a racist thing what he said. If you really read what that person said, it was actually like thought out. So it's somebody who's an activist on campus too that just doesn't agree with the Black Lives Matter, which is about confrontation. Okay, so I have friends of all kinds. I'm not a racist. I, I'm from a melting pot. I'm in another melting pot. Athens is predominantly white, but it's still a melting pot because we're a university town. That's just the real thing. But yeah, there's some racism in the background. I'm not one of those. So one of my black friends, Marcus, tagged me. Said, "What do you think? Like, what do you think of this shit? You know what I mean? Like, I we know what you go through all the time." And I, I looked at it and I just thought it was shitty. So my plan was to go down there and to do something about it anyway. So when I went down there the next day, someone had already rolled out and did something on the wall that was defaced. So I left it alone. Because what was it? Uh, I don't remember, but it was like something, somebody came and did something new to like change the page. So I did on a different wall next to it, the Love Matters piece. I didn't have anything planned when I came that day. My friend said, do Yoda. Because <laughs> Star Wars was coming out. I said, I've never done a portrait. He was like, just do Yoda. So I looked at an eraser that I have of Yoda and I did that. And then, like, there was people taking pictures, including so papers. And they said, what do you want to hashtag? What do you want to write? And I've been thinking about what was my message when I finally put it up tomorrow. And I thought about it. I don't want to say all lies matter because that's the big problem. Like, all lies matter is just saying, you know, it's a cop-out. What it, We're not – we get all lies matter. What I'm saying is about there were so many people starting to call everybody racist. They called Athens racist. People were reacting in so much hate because of one fucking person spouting their opinion on a free graffiti wall. And when my shit got, went over the next day, or I put 40 hours of work on a mural that's not saying anything or for any cause, it's just some art, and then the next day someone went over it with something silly, everybody used to tell me, what did you think was gonna happen? That's right. a free graffiti wall. So my problem is like, I wanna tell them too, like, dude, your, st- your stuff stayed up two days, nobody defaced it. Like, that's longer than some of my stuff has stayed up. However, I feel your pain. That's wrong. But they attacked me for saying love matters. Right. All I was saying is stop the hate. The controversy comes then. You give that hashtag then, like you were saying. What was the hashtag going to be? So it is love matters, right? And then black lives matters because that was the first issue. Love matters is my response from you. You put a couple of hashtags. Is that what you're saying? Yep. What'd they all say? Love matters was the big one Uh so that we can all get along. The very next one, Black Lives Matter, fuck rape culture. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> what else? Did I, oh, Go Gold, which uh-huh. is a, a segue into the lowest point of my life. It's for childhood cancer. And then the last one was Finals. And the only reason I tagged Finals because it was Finals week when I was doing that. This student population is stressed the fuck out on stu- Finals week. So it was a shout out to show like there's a lot of shit in the world besides Black Lives Matters. It all matters. Assuming I'm your everyday. Athenian. Yeah. Um, an everyday Athenian like myself is going to assume uh, your hashtags, uh, your piece, 
uh, came in response to either the original Black Lives Matter piece or came in response uh, to to the people that defaced it. Is that true? Was yours in response directly? <coughs> it was in response to all of the hate after the fact to the people that defaced the mural and the people that were just going crazy attacking everybody and every white person in Athens and all this other mm. shit just because that happened on campus and why did this was allowed and they got to talk to the president of the university because of this. Did you ever officially talk to anyone uh, because of no. all that controversy? Did no. anyone ever come and no. like meet after, with you? Yeah, after the fact. I did the Love Matters mural and then like Facebook, it went viral. Right. And most of the people, the person that originally tagged me, who happens to be black and was offended by it being defaced, was in super support. His family is now my friends and like this is went into positive. Most of the stuff was positive. But a couple people involved with the Black Lives Matter movement were pissed because they said I, I minimized their movement and I didn't ask their permission before I did something in support of them. Which, again, I think is incredibly like egotistical and crazy. I gotta ask your permission to show my support for you is like the most ridiculous thing I'm fighting against anyway. And it was the same people they came and they got, I tried to talk to them in a bar. And I won't name their names because they tried in their, in fairness, they tried to come with what their needs were. And why didn't you ask us first? And it offended us. And, and I just couldn't believe that you're attacking an artist for coming out, just showing like, 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 let's get back to like living and once uh, uh, together and here's some art. And they, they called me a racist and all this other shit. And if they knew anything about me, I'm not a racist. Do you I'm think a, a collaboration could ever be in the future? Maybe. I mean, if they wanted to paint with me, I'll paint with anybody that really wants to go put some art that's pretty. I'm down with anything that's positive. I am down with fuck rape culture, even though they have told me, and and Black Lives Matter and fuck rape culture on OU campus have officially told me they don't want my support. My support isn't wanted, needed, or whatever, and they basically said that don't, that I'm not, like, they don't want peace and collaboration. Was huh. the word. They're not here to get along. They want controversy. And so basically, it just, it, to me, it was deeply offensive. They're offended because I didn't ask their permission to support them. I'm offended that they even came at me and made me feel like a demon for doing what I thought was right. And that's when I stopped giving a shit about what everybody thinks out there. Because I can't please them all. I'm going to try to do the right thing. I know people are going to like it. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Some people don't give a shit either way. And in the end of the day, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and do something else somewhere else. And it's going to go on and on. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people are going to be really pissed at me. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, like, offend anybody. But I know I can't please everybody. I can so, only do what I think, you know. That's 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 pretty interesting. I, I really appreciate you uh, you coming on and uh, telling your side of that because I never really got it. You kind of stayed quiet, it seemed like, and and like you said, it was. It kind of got viral in a sort of local kind of way. I mean, I saw it. It had comments all up. It deeply affected so me much. and my relationship at home to where my it, it affected me. It started really questioning me. It started making me question myself because it was really personal. And I was like, what the fuck? Who are these people that are taking this so personal to me? And they don't know me every day. They would never come at me like this because this isn't who I am. Like, if you know me, you know I'm down there every day trying to promote. There's one time I've been that asshole at the wall, though, too. And that's why I shout out to OU Gold. I did a piece for Color Dance. I was working on a mural. And I don't know what the graffiti wall official rules are either nobody's ever told me what it is i just knew it's a free wall i just know courtesy is there's three of them going right 
So if like one's going, you leave it alone and work on the other ones if you're doing something, unless you're the guy that wants to go over people's stuff and be that guy. Right. And I'm not that guy. So I went over and I was working on a mural and I had planned to finish it with like video production and this was for Color Dance last year. And I had this giant color wheel and all these clouds going and a giant squirrel holding a nut. It's about to do the detail and I came the next day and all three walls were covered with a simple OU gold hashtag and like crazy regular roller paint and the OU gold ribbon. And then one wall was their wall, but they went over both walls that they thought were graffiti, which were beautiful pieces that cost hundreds of dollars and 30, 40 hours worth of work from many people, including Bones and everything else. And they didn't like go over with a new message. They literally just went in the face of it and scribbled over our stuff. So I came back the next day and lit it up was yelling profanities. I was out there with my little brother who's also tattooed. So apparently we were these scary guys running around tattooed, cussing. I spray painted fuck you people and all kinds of shit over their stuff. Looked it up on Facebook at the wall ready to find them and hunt them down. Jeez. And it's childhood cancer. <laughs> oh, shit. And I just felt like the biggest douchebag in the world. I'm that guy that's so egotistical oh, and caught up in trying to do the art where I'm mad about people trying to put a good cause. And that's when it hit me. And literally there was a professor came out that was crying and I'd already went, I was going to get all my paint and I was going to make this right into a collaborative mural of both of our shit together. And that's how the big lemon mural with the giant gold ribbon and the straw coming out of the lemon, that's how that happened. It was for that because I felt like such a piece of shit and they felt like such a piece of shit because I was out there crying, they were out there crying and everybody felt wronged and the only way to go about says i don't care i'm so sorry i don't care about the money i put in it i'm gonna make it right and they came and still gave me money to pay for the cost that they ruined plus the fact that i came out there to do another mural and from that point on like it showed me like wait a minute i need to make sure i keep that part in check and like think about keep it all in perspective and like they showed me i i didn't do the right thing uh-huh. But finally, when I realized I was the wrong, then I started to do the right thing. And I publicly, you know, want people to know I fucked up. Hey, you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't. And I took it wrong. And I totally didn't know. And it was just a big misunderstanding. And I jumped the gun because I'm emotional. And that shit happens. I'm a passionate guy. Right. And I felt like such shit. But since then, I've made some good friendships with people in the university. And that's why I'm able to collab with the university now. Because they saw how I handled it after that. And they respect that. I put it all aside and did the right thing and reached out and and since this day they're really supportive and like that's changed the art and the way I go about it too. Like I'm totally a lot more collaborative, a lot more respectful about what I put up and where I put it because I don't want that to happen again and I don't want people to have the same feeling I have. It's just not right, man. Thanks a lot for sharing that with me. I'm glad, man. And kind of like the the tagging over other things and people tagging over stuff, the the ego, the the ego that gets involved. That kind of brings up my other thing. You know, usually in the in the uh, the places I hang, uh, I'd be saying, you know, we've all obviously watched Wild Style and, and the likes. But you know, I might not say, you know, but so some of you out there listening, you know, you, those older people like us. Yeah, we we've seen Wild <laughs> Style. You know, we know what it's like. You know, there's yeah. there's so there's almost like a kind of there is almost a turf. You were saying where you don't want a turf, but you know, do you see that stuff? Do 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 you um, my do you rival. Uh, taggers the people you don't like you don't like tagging do i don't like tagging that pisses off taggers so that's a thing i'm a graffiti artist by nature kind of and yet i'm against the destructful part of it i want a beautiful like subway should get rocked with their fucking ugly things in the middle of the thing anyway they're not like trees and so i get all that but my thing is this 
I don't want to battle other people at all. I don't want to go over their things. Well, it's ever. almost like a, I'm so I'm big into computers. I'm I'm into yeah. technology, and I and I was deep into um to a certain lifestyle a while ago, and and sort of in the security sense, you know, when you say like we don't like hackers, hackers can't do this. We're not going to let hackers get into our system. We got the strongest technology that makes hackers want to do it. When you're an artist saying, "Hey, let's collaborate," I I, I don't like taggers. Yeah. Uh, does that make taggers oh, yeah. want to come out and tag there's your a, shit? There's a, there's somebody that tags all fuck, and it's because I apparently offended the fuck out of them. I did a piece in the. What's he tag? All fuck a w f u k, and it's over all over West Side, over by the basement. And is what happened is is like he's involved with some of the basement kids. I don't know who it is personally, but he's obviously a friend of one of my friends. Mm -hmm. And I was told to come in there and do a piece. Actually, offered money, and the basement kids are broke. And I says, no, I'll just bring my paint and do this because I, I, I care about you guys. This is a dope place. And so I went in there to do a, a, a mural asked by uh, John Soma. Soma does. Anyways, I get in there and... Shout out to John Soma. Yeah, Soma, geez, he's another producer that's dope around here. Um, anyways, so there's down there, there was like some bubble letters. It said, aw, fuck, where I was already told I'm supposed to do a big thing in the, with the cat and everything. And then there was a giant spacement piece. And... Granted, they had cheap paint and only like 20 minutes to do it, so I get it. So, But it wasn't super clean. And remember, I, I'm not trying to knock their artwork, but I went in there and all fuck was one of them apparently. Well, I put my giant alien where my piece was supposed to go where I was paid to go over that. And even said, no shot out, like before, I did it before that, but I did it the respectful way. I didn't like cross his shit out and do my shit. I did it in giant mural in a room. Well, this dude has sent like tagged, crossed out my Grinch face, crossed out the Yoda face, tagged over my faces with a scribble since then instead of doing some art next to mine or something. It wasn't taken like I'm better than you and trying to battle you. This dude took it as that and he's defaced some of my murals before like the newspapers can get shots and shit. I don't care. Does if he do anything other than deface your shit? No, yeah, he does. The dude probably gets up. He probably gets up. He's probably put some way more work than me, to be honest. I don't even know. I don't even know the kid. That's what I'm saying. There's no beef. But apparently, he took it as a beef and came after me for a while. Since then, he's left off, which is good. But, like, that's the thing I don't want to have. Like, it was no, like, I'd rather paint with you, dog. I got, like, tons of gold paint that you want to paint with. Come paint with that me. That shit's real. You get the little graffiti rivals. Be because it's an ego-driven thing, man. It, it is. And, I, and that's why I want to put my head, like, because we're trying to compete for eye space, like, likes on facebook instagrams we that's like a validation in a sense and it also helps you sell art if you have a business and that's what you do like i'm doing art for a purpose i'm trying to promote messages i'm trying to promote positivity i'm trying to get it out there so yeah i'm still want people to like it and share my pages and share my posts because i want more people to be like damn that inspires me to go do something in my community it's not because i want you to be like oh this is guardian aliens all day don't come in my turf i'm gonna cross <laughs> your shit out if you paint on my walls right that's not what we're saying you know what i mean so my point being, yeah, it does create beef, and that's a thing. In my where I come from, it is tagger wars. It is crew wars. You hold down your wall. Bones come from a place. Fuck yeah, you hold your wall down. Yeah, we're ready to battle, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's the point. We're not here to do that. I'm not going to be like Safari and Peach or whoever they were. 10 I years would ago. love to see someone battle you guys. I mean, don't get these trolls going because then I'll paint their world. But that's I what I want to see. <laughs> but when you're painting their world, but that will make me my world. Yeah, but then and sometimes I get to love we're going. It in some places we're not supposed to go but also i don't want to like if they do something dope why would i want to like fuck something dope up yeah. that's like to me yeah. it's just it's not in the spirit competition i'm a competitive i'm down to compete with people but let's do it in a, a chivalrous way like if you fall and we're fighting i'm gonna let you back up 
I'm not gonna like stomp you out and kill you. That's like I'm just instigating a fight so I can see beautiful art around my town. That's what I'm trying to do. Bones is gonna slay. Don't get him started. He already said he's down for a paint war. <laughs> but no, uh, it does. I, I honestly don't want to see uh, art wars unless they're like in the spirit of like, yeah, let's get up a bunch of good art, and it makes it more for pushing each other forward or upwards. I don't want to see people stepping on one another. That's my goal, and like that's the thing. Like the misunderstanding with this offload kid. You can totally come paint, like, dude, it's whatever. Um, there was a kid named Asavani that was going around, and he was bipolar on Adderall, and he even told me a story afterwards because I offered for him to come paint a wall, and we did a collaboration mural together after he had already went over my stuff disrespectfully. And I told him, and I found him on Instagram and told him, like, why? Like, you don't need to. Like, that's dope that you're going from tagging to art. You should come paint with me sometime. Mm -hmm. And it was after the gold gold stuff. I was trying to be like really about this and it worked. The kid painted and he's dope. And right. he told me I was just on Adderall and bipolar and I didn't know how to really put that out there. So I was just out there tagging whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he says, but now I just want to put some art. And then he, he dude, did the dopest thing. It was so good. So that's what it's about. So yeah, there's going to be battles and I can't win them all. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to make stuff. I'm going to find disappointments. People are going to go over my shit the next day. It is what it is. There's spits in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't want it to be that. I would like to try to promote some type of change. There's a different way to do it. We can compete in a way where there's some some type of unwritten rules or some type of chivalry or respect for one another. I want to respect the people I'm battling. I don't want to not respect because then that becomes war. We're not battling. Then it's really about survival and right. war and it takes it to a different level. We don't want to do that with one another. Right. I don't hate anybody out here. I don't have nothing against none of these people. Like I hope they don't hate me. You know, Dude, I'm glad you're hipping me to this shit. I love hearing all about it. and I love having you on the show. I'm going to wrap it up here a little bit. I got a <laughs> I got a few more questions that I that I want to get going, um, and I, you know, as you know, I, I kind of like to keep this locally. Um, and and you've been a great guest. I mean, thank you. You're thank you for uh, considering me a local, by the way, because oh, that's a thing that I battle. Some absolute. locals don't consider me a local. A lot of them do because they know that I am a local. You I are after seeing local. the love that you got and what you're trying to do. You know, you're a local trying to do good for this community. I'm humble. Um, thank you. Absolutely. And so, you know, one of the things I'd like to know. Um, Especially growing up here, you hear a lot of people, uh, they get out of here. They leave. <coughs> uh, you especially coming from California. You're originally from California. Uh, one of the one of the states, you know, I've never lived there, but I consider it like another world. It's just beautiful. What exactly is keeping you here in Athens now that you've been painting, now that you've been doing your art and getting involved? What What's what's really what's really keeping here what's the ingredient Livy Stone's not done with school no I'm just kidding my, <laughs> no, uh, no my girl obviously we're here for another year regardless but her job might make us we might have to move a little bit away from here but Athens Bone what's keeping me here is like what I said it's this where the city council really will come and talk to me in the pet store and show me their emails about something that they re remind us some stencil art like they it's just so genuine here and it is universal to where it is a melting pot but not to the point where if you go to the melting pot where i'm from it's really back to segmented neighborhoods where you go from things you don't understand the signs into another one and there's like turf wars again whereas here i want integration a little more but everybody to keep their cultural stuff and mm -hmm. everybody to have their unique things that keep them them mm -hmm. what keeps me here is that, that this place is not where i just want to live all of my days 
I just want roots here because it's a place you can do a lot with a little. The cost of living is manageable. It's a magical place. The surrounding community is beautiful. People care about this place. You don't have a lot of people trying to trash it. And like you can make a big impact in your local community by small actions. The newspapers pick up things um, and you can start like revolutions from like that grassroots thing here in the big cities. Nobody reads that mm -hmm. ever. <laughs> and no, that's it. what's yeah. keeping me here like that and the fact that like i'm gonna travel the world i never promote someone staying in one place to go see the rest of the world you've got to under you have to have a baseline why is this place the best to me because i've lived in some other places now this is what fits me best because mm -hmm. i know that there's way beautiful places all over the world this is just where i want to like have roots and make like put my effort into building this community but there are like beautiful places everywhere else. This isn't better Absolutely. than anywhere else. This is just what suits me the most. Absolutely. You know? Great. Yeah. Um, another kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, standard question maybe, but I think it, it, it really would help out with, with a lot and maybe even me because I, I kind of want to maybe join in the fun. But any other, you know, artists out there, any other painters that are wanting to get involved, uh, wanting to maybe, you know, get the Guardian Aliens mindset going on, uh, wanting to help out with some of your collaborative paintings or anyone just trying to learn more about this whole, uh, you know, the graffiti and, and the paint can making art, you know, what advice you give them? What can you tell them? Where can they join you? Hit me up. My advice is a practice and you're going to have to, you're going to have to make your bones with the cheaper equipment. We all start out from somewhere. You know what I mean? The other thing is don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to try something that is outside. Like go get references of something that you think is super awesome or that you your style that you love and go try to duplicate that on a wall. Look at a picture in your hand and just try to duplicate it on the wall in your style. Where should I practice? Should I practice on a wall uh, that I own or should I go out there and not be afraid? Um, and There's is enough. The, is, the, is the rush kind of part of it? Or the rush should you go to a public wall? You, well, that's the thing. You're opening yourself up to criticism. So if you're going to go like spray paint in a place that's visible and you're just like understand if you're already hypercritical of yourself with all of us are, you're now putting it on public display. So that's like that's like a test for yourself. Yeah, go put it in the place. There's, we have free walls that 10,000 people walk by every day. Go put something beautiful up there. Put your stuff up there for a while. The yeah, that Jared advocates the free walls. All the time. Put art. Put messages that are beautiful. Do something there. Athens News will cover you. They have already have a section to dedicated to the graffiti wall because of all this controversy and art going up. That's all I want. Like these kids that want to go put art up, do it there. There's other walls, man. There's other places. Like just get up and practice. And if you want to paint or learn, dude, watch YouTube videos. Watch your people that you think are dope. Watch how they paint and try to figure, oh, that's how they get that effect. That makes sense now. And then go play. If you go play with your tools, then you'll be a master. You know, oh, yeah. it's that simple. Get something, learn, figure it out. If, uh, if, if someone like myself, you know, wanted to get a hold of you and, uh, you know, do some work with you or have you do some work for them, how exactly are they going to contact you? GuardianAliens.com will be up soon. It's not now. I apologize. I do have the domain name. It's just, it's, it, I don't want to put a beta product up. You know, I'm kind of a stickler for having a really nice impression because I, you know, you only have that first chance at a first impression. Um, but you can get me now through, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You got an email? Uh, Jared A. Black, that's J-E-R-O-D-A Black, B-L-A-C-K, at yahoo.com. Or you can just, like I said, any of those things work. A-Town Roots, you can get a hold of me through that company. Um, like I said, I'm also at 8 North Court 
street that's my brick and mortar it's suite 503 you can drop messages through the mailbox you might catch us in there once in a while um, or you just catch me on a wall I'm always painting at the free wall at dreams on Stimson um, there I post publicly where I'm gonna be painting or what I'm working on so people do come out and hang out and it is fun I, I love the energy I really paint what people ask me to do like people come up why don't you do that there okay cool and then we we feed off of what people come by and like you know take pictures and get pumped and roll one up for us so that we don't have to stop painting stuff like that helps water <laughs> water helps once in a while you know what i mean Bring but yeah drinks. no honestly i feed i do it for the love i do it for the love man like we really do we want like this is our way of like trying to bring you beauty so we do want to feedback like if we're not doing the right things give us some guidance so that we do it the right way mm -hmm. like we want that but uh yeah just come find me i'm accessible i'm not some secret shadowy banksy figure I'm totally like out there. Yeah, I but come to... on, you gotta love for Banksy, right? I love I, that guy. Dude, are you kidding me? I love all of it. There's no right. knock on. I love graffiti like artists that do all this. the art in my office is Banksy prints because he's banging and he's doing it yeah. and he's getting it. And what I'm saying is because he does so much illegal stuff, he can't. I have stepped away from a lot of the illegal stuff so I can go ahead and put my name on. He my gets art. so much bullshit for being a sellout. I don't buy it. He's, he's not. We making a living. He deserves that. And it's also <laughs> the whole like you know you're paying what you. You want to pay banksy's almost like doing that like what is it like you pay what you want like we all have choices in there you right. vote with your wallet nowadays right. so in the end of the day is you can talk you can hate on everybody else but if you're still buying like jordan's but you're telling me fuck rape culture and hip-hop and all this other shit but really like that you know what i mean like i just don't like these people that have these crazy narrow-minded arguments i personally like, think banksy's the kind of guy who like yeah. sells a piece for like sixty thousand dollars or whatever, so that he can paint the streets. Well, then, that. well, then also sells a piece for at 10. the same quality for ten dollars. Absolutely, and like almost laughs at the person who bought it for fifty thousand. You know, like and pays his buddies, throws a raging party, and probably has a shit ton of paint to go uh, paint all the stuff for free. And he's painting art that has a fucking message. I do, it, I do, and it makes people think, and it makes people talk. Yes. And like I said from the very beginning, that's what I love—just getting that conversation started. I would and that's what to, you do too. I would love to be a Banksy someday. <laughs> <laughs> Please pay me sixty grand for some art. Dope. But nah, he deserves it. Seriously, a shout out to anybody who creates. When you create and you produce something, man, that takes that takes a lot of energy. It's not just doing something. You can't like Banksy creates things from scratch and then makes the stencil. He has an, an idea. He does things for effect and he does it well. That's a master at his craft. It's mm -hmm. not just some art student it's, it's cutting the out. whole thing dude he knows what he's doing like he knows oh, what he's yeah. doing and that's the point and so you pay for that my dad always say you pay for quality that's why his shit never fell apart in the field <laughs> his shit stayed together and looked nice oh man no wonder because he paid a hundred dollars for that and i paid 10 for mine and it's falling apart i get it like sometimes yeah. you do have to pay for quality but what you said yeah he's laughing at him great to have you on today as we've learned like you just said your dad another little bit of piece of advice he gave you some good advice throughout the years the one i you know you don't know nothing you don't know i wish he's still around man he'd tell me a bunch more i wish i could learn more we don't get instruction manuals for these bodies man but he you got a couple me. good ones there yeah. definitely Shout man it's been a pleasure to have you on uh view from the hill oh man i wanted to have you on as a guest that's thank why you. I had to reach out to you. I can't believe I merit that, man. You make me feel like I'm... I'm thank you, man. Like, I like what I'm you're doing, doing around town. Dude, Absolutely. I'm honored. And I like <laughs> seeing it. It's been awesome. I've been here with Jared Black on View from the Hill. 
www.viewfromthehill.com. Since this is always centered around music too, like I've been saying, we've been playing some music uh, from some local musicians and bands, some some musicians and artists out of Columbus, Athens, and the surrounding areas here in southeastern Ohio. Uh, and we're going to end it with that. So we've got a little bit of Bright at Night. We've got some more Love Alive, uh, Dallas Craft, Sassafras, some more MC Schwartz, Lil Wavada, and also, you know, Kaz, love you, man. Got to put in some Cashmeric out there. Uh, I was listening to some and, and really hearing some dope beats, so he's going to take it away. I've uh, been here with Jared Black, and you guys are going to listen to some of the musicians and music made by him that, that inspires him while he's creating that art. art. They're Create. guarding aliens, too. Create. All of the people you say. All of those musicians they do are. It, they do it in their way, man. They're the what they create what goes out there. They don't even know it yet. Hey, man. That's good stuff. You sent me the music that uh, inspired you, and it kind of uh, it's been getting me inspired. I love it. Every every episode, people are sending me the music that they like that they're doing, and I'm I'm kind of learning music too as I go along. My playlists are getting dope. Isn't it great when people tell you sick. what you they know you like? Right. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, my playlists are getting sick. Check all these guys out. Once again, it's Bright at Night, Love Alive, Dallas Craft, Sassafras, MC Schwartz, Wavada, Cash Merrick. I'm sitting here with Jared Black. He's been my guest. This has been View from the Hill Live. Check it out at www.viewfromthehill.com. Hope you guys have had fun. Uh, he's ready for whatever, though. That's what he is. Oh, that's the thing. Seamless transition. Flawless. <laughs> Everything is seamless when it's flawless. Ready for hard times without struggling. And I'm ready for good times. To be good again, and I'm ready for my days to get better. Cause honestly, I am. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. I'm ready for whatever. In the pale moonlight, what I have, I've ranked and battled as a man new life. My path has changed a little, I'ma stand up right and I laugh at anybody that be questioning mine. I'll pass so many blessings, you got plus a few rhymes. I took hands with Lucifer once, plus a few times, and now I'm changing my cause. No way I'm a foe, second chance of keeping my soul, I won't let go. Now, deliverance is the key, and if it ain't your cup of tea, then come and see the embassy. Just let his precious ruckus leak for the through time, but now I find the devil's clutch is weak, and I've let go when he's gone and he's never touching. Me. I've climbed from the fire, I've reached a peak and now I finally feel it easy to try to breathe and speak Cause I've been holding hands with the devil for too long I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I, I can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I'm ready to strong too long And holding hands with the devil too long I can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I'm ready for hard times Without struggling, and I'm ready for good times to be good again. And I'm ready for my days to get better. 
honestly I am I'm ready for whatever comes my way Ready for whatever comes my way Ready for whatever comes my way Ready for whatever does come my way A life evaporates as quick as new life comes you like none, a goddess from a new bright sun You even let me stay in your house when you weren't home And always welcome shelter in case a new fight comes Only closeness with your daughter, but to you like a son You would treat me like a mother would when we'd be young Told me to keep the heat distant I never needed a gun But now the two of us are soon to be depleted in one And now but fears my knees are weak when I run But I know that I will see you again Breathing again and speaking to friends And a new life where we can begin Whether the beat Weaker intense, I blaze it Me without you when my life is crazy It's like something thought of in my worst imagination A brain filled with pain and aggravation I'm waiting patient for the man to be mistaken Then get face to face and face him I'm about to blaze him You think I sell my soul for this nation My government, but it must be run by mental patience Think it's time for a political renovation With material liquidation and spiritual revelations In typical situations, lyrical innovation Lyricals rendered basic, his fear is no longer thinking Is they peered into the eyes of suicide but Can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I'm holding hands with the devil too long I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I, I can't be weak, I know I gotta be strong Cause I've been holding hands with the devil too long And I'm, I'm ready for, I'm ready for, I'm ready for Whatever I, I'm ready for, I'm ready for, I'm ready for Whatever I, I'm ready for, I'm ready for ready for whatever I I'm ready for I'm ready for I'm ready for whatever I cause honestly cause honestly cause honestly I am cause honestly cause honestly cause honestly I am
is all that I own. Old beat up guitar in a box full of clothes. Act him up right after you moved on. You swore the motivation I needed to go. Aren't you proud? You're probably saying you're the reason I'm still here right now. But from the top looking down, all I'm saying is fuck that new guy that you like so bad. He doesn't sing about you. Suffering became my favorite sound How would you know if you don't ever come around? And you never come around It's cause you're right, don't mean I'm wrong So I'll write you in a song But ain't that what you wanted all along? Just for the world to truly know that you belong
rhythm She holds down that beat They get that whole town pumping Dancing out into the streets Just the other day Then you caught me with the gaze Saw you skipping through the street With your Tina Turner legs So I pictured what to say My mind was in a daze I looked at you, you looked at me And I figured you play So I ran up right beside you And I figured out your name Up close to you the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen So I asked about it for a minute Where you going? Where's your heart? Then do you want to have me on your shoulder? Oh
my guests Fresh as can be, check out my melody Blessed, lessons for free, flexing my pedigree Stress, shit on my mind, better just let it be Vexed, stuck in the zone, hoping to set it free Finesse, nevertheless, frozen like ketamine Attest to the facts, send them out rapping my enemies I never rest, but I'll never be petty It's jealousy, connect the dots while I'm rocking and plotting my chemistry At best, you can hope for a vest, I'll give you a Kennedy Impress, I never was unless you were scoping my weaponry and jest All my lyrics feeling the spirits like Hennessy and dress All the facts, sit back with no discrepancies Quest like tribe, my vibe hitting you mentally You guess right at the time, shine, leave on my legacy Threshold of pain, my brain reaching it steadily Sketch on my rhymes, you'll find it's my identity Identity, identity, guess who's back? You ready for the weekend? Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Get, 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 get. Guess who's back? Yeah, yo, we got the kind of rhymes to get you ready for the weekend. Since I've been up on the soil, these chickens never loyal. I turn the hash into oil to the victor, go to spoils. Hey, yo, I'm mashing, destroy you without seeing the five mics down in the crown royal. That's more in the nightlife. Hindsight is 2020 in my life. My eyesight's bloody money, loving the limelight. My highs like something cunning coming from my mind. A fine line, divine strife coming from my rhymes. If you ill, come get me. I'm Bill Biggs, but you wouldn't like to see me angry. Start changing, it ain't a real mystery. Having epiphanies, you slowly start to realize the history repeats itself no matter what you feel like. In real life, they hating, but behind this back, they spit his lines verbatim. But when I'm out, they spend their time hibernating. The liveest nation of music, hip hop keeps it moving. Whether you pop, lock, it's tagging or spitting, let's get into it. You ready for the weekend? Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Yeah, yo, we got the kind of rhymes to get you ready for the weekend. Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Yeah, yo, we got the kind of rhymes to get you ready for the weekend. Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back? You ready for the weekend? Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Get, 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 get. Guess who's back? Get yo, we got the kind of rhymes to get you ready for the weekend. Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Get, 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 get. Guess who's back? Get yo, we got the kind of rhymes to get you ready for the weekend. Weekend, weekend. Guess who's back?
Thank <laughs> you. 